0: welcome podcast listeners and viewers of the Pedalboards of Doom livecasts. You are here with your host, it's Mr. Budget Chap with a, a microphone which seems to have been on a diet this week, you'll see. It's not quite as <laughs> thick and face-filling as the,
1: uh, as the last one. Um, you wouldn't believe it, I've just had a bloody eyelash fall in my eye. <laughs> That's great, it's starting the live stream, Right. Well, uh, man, uh, down, as, man down, man down.
0: As Queen said, the show must go on. I mean, <laughs> in terms of like things that will stop a, a live performance, eyelash is kind of very low down there. And as you heard, the, uh, the, the giant petal of a man, um, that is Mr. Lee Pedalboards of Doom. With a rather fetching boss shirt there. Kudos on that.
1: Yeah, like the viewers can't see it because of the way the camera's cropped. Okay, well... <laughs> like that. Yep. Go on. Sh- shall I wash your tits?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but we are also joined this week. If you are if you are a podcast frequenter, you will you will have heard this man. Uh two podcasts. No, last podcast? Was it last it podcast? Po- last podcast. I've uh, yeah. recorded one since you see. Uh, it's Mr. Ah. Will Powell of of Pedalboards of Doom editing fame and of um the the, the new um, Pedalboards of Doom uh, interviews as well. He's he's he features on a couple of them. Hi, Will. How are you? Are you there, Will? <laughs> he's, he's he's Will. You done? Will. Can't hear you. Can't, yeah, can't can't hear you. Will, do we need to share it later? Will? No, no, he's not there. So you so built him up like that, and and then suddenly he's like not there. I know. This is it's. It is very much an anticlimax. I assure what, you, listeners and viewers, Will is worth
1: the wait. <laughs> uh, Alright, okay, you keep talking and I'll uh, try and find out where he is, What what's happening there. Sorry. Um, says...
2: uh, hello? Hello, oh, Will! It? Will! I'm, I'm not sure what happened. I think Logic, whilst I went to press record on the mic, it... Uh... Booted out Google Hangouts for some reason. Oh dear! So. And,
0: and what's happened as well is your uh, your camera has suddenly become two thirds of the screen rather than a full three
1: thirds. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've both moved. You you've leant over to the left, at, um, and, and Will's kind of got up. So you, you to, you oh boy. Is that better? Is that better, It wouldn't
2: Lee? be a live stream without technical difficulties. There's always going to be oh, something going and, wrong. And, it's just how it goes. Oh, and Lee's coughing we, like a good one in the background
0: as well. And Look, before I die, should we talk about someone who actually has? That is, that's quite the yeah. segue there, that is, um, Lee. <laughs> that was, yeah. That's <laughs> a very, very morbid segue, but yes, we shall. We're um, we, we starting uh, start the podcast, the live, uh, the live cast, and this podcast by... Um, by directing you to some news that I only found out about probably about two hours ago, and that's that the the drummer from Cream, uh, one of my uh, favorite bands, most influential to my guitar playing, playing probably aside from Thin Lizzy, uh, Ginger Baker, he has sadly passed away today. Um, he. When he he's, he was eighty years old and did copious amounts of drugs way back in the the sixties and early seventies, and I don't think he slowed down all that much uh,
2: in his formative years. Um, I don't think so, no. But 80 eighty years—that's a pretty good run for most people, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of in terms of like innings,
0: he's he's had a pretty decent one. Yeah. Um but very very sad news because as I it is. as I mentioned, um Cream have like even though they only kind of spanned the space of about three or four years, I think, um they they made such
2: an impact on my my development as a musician. Um I think on us all as well, like their their music is so influential, not only you know the formation of cream was at the time they were like the first supergroup of well-known musicians from other bands coming together and that that influenced a whole load of a, a well the supergroup movement after that
0: indeed yeah i mean there were there were quite a few uh like mega mega groups coming coming after that and i think you'd find it hard pressed to go into a guitar shop even today uh and being there for uh, 10 minutes or or even less without hearing nu, 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 nu. oh yeah nu, nu. for sure cuz it's just it's so iconic i mean they had some absolutely massive riffs some massive mm. massive tunes and you had, yeah. it was it was really like a, a trifecta as you say the a super group but just a trifecta yeah. of
2: just really talented musicians it does, and that leaves only Eric Clapton of Cream now left from the group, because Jack Bruce died in 2014 of liver disease. Okay. So we lost another great today. We did. Uh, he, he was a, a, a very divisive character,
1: even in the band. Like, um, the guys went through their ups and downs, but it was mainly Ginger that, that caused the ups and downs because he was so... He was pretty mad, like, uh, like as in uh, crazy, destructive crazy. Yeah. So, um, but as with things like that, uh, that can give great creative um, music, which obviously Cream did. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I, I think personally, although Clapton's a great guitarist and although Jack Bruce is a great
2: bassist, I think Ginger is what made Cream stand out. Oh, yeah, for sure. His drumming style was very different from other drummers at the time. Yeah. He- um, especially his use of some equipment as well. Like um, I remember watching uh, a Cream reunion gig at the Royal Albert Hall, and some of the symbols and techniques that the guy was using were they're taking a lot of inspiration from dr- jazz drummers, Yes, um, yeah, yeah. which a lot of people do. But the things like having sizzle rides is not something that most people had. But Ginger Baker had one on his kit for a long time.
1: Yeah, he, he spent a lot of time in Africa and picked up on the like drum techniques from people out there. And um, this is something that was later on picked up by you know, the likes of Jimmy Page and these sort of things going out to different countries and picking up from mm. different areas. But uh, Ginger was the one who did that first. Uh, and, you know, you can hear it in his drumming. But on Sunshine of Your Love, if you like, is a lot of yeah, Toms, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's mm. mainly yeah, Toms. it's mostly Toms, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, very, very, very good player. Um, outstanding really way ahead of his time but um matters
0: a box of frogs
2: to a- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah the funny thing is as a bit of trivia wise for him was he was old when he joined cream he was considered an old man then and for for him to keep be going all of these years still yeah, he's yeah. still gigging is i hope, I hope we will, especially for me like i hope i'm still gigging when i'm that age here, Loved,
0: i do not good now. Yeah, <laughs> I find it hard to like stand up too fast these days. Um, <laughs> so Near yeah, enough. I'm living living that rock and roll ginger baker style life style right there.
1: <laughs> just, it could be much further I'll from it. Stand
2: be. up whenever. There's much I'll less be. drugs, I hope but too. Yeah. Too, yeah. yeah see. <laughs> uh,
0: right. So uh, just to just to wrap up this kind of little sad kind of start to the the podcast. Um, to put a little. Uh, a little lighter spin on it. Favourite cream song? Oh there's White so room so many. I, I, oh you bastard?
2: To I so let's say White, White Room.
0: White,
2: room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. White Room's an absolutely legendary song. It is, yeah. Um yeah. <sighs> it's the vocals that get me on it every time. Love the vocals in that like that huge swell that yeah, it comes Yeah, up It just to. comes in
0: with like a chorus of Yeah, you it's
2: it's yeah. difficult to tell
0: what's guitar and what's voice as well at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, I
2: don't know what guitar Clapton was playing in that period, but like the solo on that is particularly like it. It gets to someone. I don't know if that's Bino era, if that's Les Paul into bass uh, into Bluesbreaker with a treble booster. Uh, it was, yeah, I mean, he was he was life.
0: very Gibson back then, weren't he? You, yeah, with with Cream, it was a lot of SGs and uh, and three three fives. Mm. Um, but it's it's almost impossible to say what what was, what it was played on. Go on, Lee. What were well, we saying? F- think strange
1: brew. Yeah, strange strange just that, strange brew. Yeah, it, it really sticks in your head. That's a hell of so a So we talking uh, <coughs> wheels of it's fire? Not, it's not there. my favorite. It's not my favorite. Uh, but it's it's um it's an iconic one. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Because I think White Rooms probably is probably is my favorite or. Sunshine, uh, we've said them already, so yeah, uh, I'll go for Strange Brew. I'm I'm gonna go for, uh, I'm gonna go for We're Going Wrong.
0: Um, from uh, I think that's off Des Raley. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I love so. I love the kind of the almost the the anguish you hear in the song. <coughs> um, Sorry, it's okay, it's okay. You're just making more work for the guy who's got to edit this podcast. Ah, oh, fool, more so fool that guy.
2: Oh, oh, mate. Need to get that kid a vocal zone. That's it, yeah. <laughs>
0: Sponsored by vocal
2: zone.
1: <laughs> uh, every, every time someone has a sore throat, Will's like, oh, vocal zone.
2: That's <laughs> yes. it. Yeah. He was, was saying the same thing to Adrian Fort last week, weren't he? I did, well, it's because I use them a ton. Uh, that's one of the the sort of things is like a vocalist in the studio. Um, on mm. the studio days, it's like bottles of water, not eating, and you have to have at least an entire pack of vocal zones to get through a session.
0: I'm sure that's oh, yeah. what Ad uh, Ginger Baker used to use. Uh, vocal zone thing.
1: Oh, I'm
2: sure. Oh, I'll, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that. Bon Scott said exactly the same
0: thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dear. he had a, a a bottle with vocal zone written on it.
1: Right, okay, um, so, look, today we've we've got a shed load of gear, but a shed load of stuff that we've been up to, but there's also some really important news, so, yeah. should we do things the other way round, get the news out of the way, then do the what's we've been up to. Do we have to? Ah, go on, we don't go on. have to, go but
0: on. I think it would be the sensible way of doing it. Go on. Have we've we got, quite, whilst whilst the, we're here the, as well, have we got people in the chat? Have we, can, we, can we give a shout out to those guys?
1: uh we've got andrew um i can't see who else is on there uh will powers just joined <laughs> i did yeah i wanted to just check the have the stream comments up Awesome. but yeah that, that jumps around um but yeah people say hi if you're joining with us and wanting to ask questions do join in because that's why we're doing a live stream so you can actually ask questions as we go yeah, through before we get onto the the whole lee
0: tells us about germany um we'll, we'll have a little question section um, but yeah, let's start with start with some news. Give give the guys some uh, some chance to throw some questions at us. Okay. Uh, so, news. So, there was a yes. pretty big release this week, wasn't there? I mean, if you, if it, if you have a YouTube account on uh, as of Wednesday, you pretty much wouldn't have <laughs> been able to
2: avoid this. You could feel the drop from a mile away. You could, yeah. Everyone <laughs> yeah. pressing upload at the same time. That's it. The whole of the United Kingdom tilted as the these amps kind of get, got delivered. The weight of them hit Dover Port.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. So, what is this amp that we're talking about? It's a a, a sword based amp by a the sword by the bosses of the amp world. It is the <laughs> okay so. Uh, boss katana um ubiquitous in the um in the gigging market pretty pretty much loads of people have been like converting to katanas because they literally like half the weight of other amps and they still sound
2: pretty good we um, played them oh uh, yeah we did we did at london guitar show we played a mark 1 did we? Yes. Oh yes, Yeah, the, we did at, on S&P's booth, yeah. At
0: the SP. And actually, actually, I was pretty impressed with that. I have uh I, I tracked with uh, a Katana hundred and sorry to say it, boss, but all of the all of the tracks that were recorded using that had to be scrapped because the guitar tone wasn't up to scratch. Uh, oh, but, interesting. Okay. But Considering that that amp is like essentially like the modern equivalent to like what we had was the the line six spiders or the marshall mg it's that kind of price range it's the lowest
1: lowest end kind of practice stuff um, yeah and, unless you're going for like the air or something like that then yeah the, these um these are pretty pretty reasonable
0: yeah yeah and and if I compare uh, if I compare a Katana to a, to an old Spider or the comp- uh, compare the Katana to one of the old MG series, hands down, 10 times out of 10 would I go for that Katana.
1: Um, yeah, they are brilliant. So, they yeah. really are very, very, very good for what they're designed for. They're not designed for recording in the studio.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, there are some people who say that they, they are... they. They've like got rid of their rigs and are using using those live and are using those in the studios and and whatnot. And more power to you. I um, I was recording in a studio and the amp that we were using uh, failed essentially. Like there was a, a component that stopped working in it, uh, so we had to use what was there. And because we were unfamiliar with it, we just we got atone. Um, so it I mean chances are if we would have spent a little bit more time sorting sorting out the tone and and really honing it in, getting to know the amp a bit better, we probably could've got something a bit nicer, but we didn't, and we didn't, and yeah, but mark two the mark 2 is now uh now upon us, so. It's been about two or three years since the original dropped. Uh, They've had a revision with the artist where there's been certain revisions added to
1: it. And now... Yeah, so these are things that they... They're a functionality thing. And I think one of the criticisms of the Katana was, oh, if I want this, that or the other, I need to log into it with my phone or what have you. Uh, And I can't just get it off the top of the... um, the top of it and you know boss's response to that was well look we've given you loads on the top and then yeah. we've given you loads as well yes yeah, like you know yeah you don't
0: you don't necessarily need to be logging onto the um the interface the the, the computer version of the uh the, the boss uh the editor that's what I'm after um yep to be able to get a tone out of it everything that you need is already there like if you want a, a clean tone there's a, a clean setting for it and then there's parameters for delay and for reverb and and, and and all these different parameters that you can access from the top panel it's only if you really want to get into the fine tuning that's where you
1: you well that's not necessarily right because there's like effects that you can't have uh, unless you go into you know, and save them as a preset uh, it's um uh, and that's still the case now, but you have, got, you have got extra features available from the top panel now that you didn't have before, such as the yeah. uh, variations of the amps. Yeah, yeah. So the, the variations is, is one of the big things. So the, the
0: variations work basically as, as like a, an updated voicing of, of each channel. So for each of the five channels, which are like acoustic, clean, crunch uh whatever whatever i know one of them's brown isn't it um there's your standard voicing and then there's the the altered voicing which has been revised and a lot of the time um from what i've heard it's brighter it's more punchy there's there's a bit more clarity in it um
1: yeah yeah, it was. Uh, so I heard, I saw people on on certain podcasts. Uh, sorry, not podcasts. Certain um, groups saying, "Oh, you know, there's no difference between the variations." But I listened, and I could hear a very, very clear ver- uh, difference on each each of the variations. So um, it sounds like they've
2: done a good job on it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. can I can I share my opinion on this because I have an, I have an interesting insight. Um, I was on uh, a bit of a road trip with my girlfriend, and she had uh, the phone up, like scrolling through YouTube videos, just picking out guitar videos for me to listen to in the car. Um, and she just picked one at random. That woman. And I was a like, keeper. "This sounds really." Oh, she is. Oh, well. The the post I put in the group about her buying me the the delay pedal that that went pretty well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she she's popular with uh with the pedalboard of Doom fans. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, I didn't know what it was. So it was just like 10 minutes of a bit of, you know, Pete Hanore playing, which is good through anything. But I was listening to it and it was like, this is really good. And I asked her, what is it? And she said, it says Boss Katana Mark II. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Because from a player's point of view, there, there is something that that gets you about it's not a tube, it's not too bad. Yeah. But then, hearing it as a listener, there's no way I would have been able to tell. Is it? A and I thought that effects? was a really, that's, really yeah. good, good thing. It's from a listener's point of view that it's like it just sounds like good guitar tone.
1: Yeah. But then, like you say, that's Pete. You know, Pete can make anything sound good because yeah. he is a ridiculously talented guitarist. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm sure he could have made the old MG sound good as well. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that—that uh, that yeah. is a challenge that I—I <laughs> uh,
0: I am definitely going to tune him for if he—if he does that. So, Pete, if you are yeah. listening, or anyone who is in contact with Pete, get him to get, him, him. <laughs> get Yeah, get him to um, get him to try and make an old Marshall MG sounds decent. Uh, so let's whip it one up for a tenor on eBay. Yeah. Whip it yeah. back around to those variations. Um, I saw uh, a video by the guitar geek this week where he literally goes through like really kind of um, scientifically and analytically just goes through each channel plays like an acoustic through the acoustic channel and then hits the variation and he'll just, he just does that on each and every one of the channels. Um,
1: Do you know what? I saw him the other day.
0: I, I bet you will have. But yeah, hold do. your hold your horses, my friend.
2: You get to <laughs> talk about your, He really wants to get to it. You get to <laughs> talk, about your, <laughs> talk about it.
1: Your German adventures soon. No, that, that, is, that is it for me and Andy. It was kind of like, hello mate, how you doing? Right, I've got a crack on. Bye. <laughs> that was it. But yeah, I did see Sh- him.
0: Sprackenzie summit. I think is what we're uh, we're gonna say. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, crack on. Sorry. Uh, so we've we've talked about the the. I'm, I'm the wrong way around here because you've you've started at the bottom. I'm sure there's a there's some kind of dirty. There's the that euphemism there. Yeah, started at the bottom somewhere. Uh, so we've got the st- um, the uh, alternative mode. There was also this uh, stereo mode, which which has been mentioned. Um, this is I'm, my favourite part. This um, I think this is this is my favourite bit of it. So yeah, do you want to do you want to go into a little bit of detail? Because I I understand a little bit of it, but I don't know the finer finer points of it
1: when you link two of them up one becomes as a slave so the main controls of one will work on the other one and um if, if i'm correct in what i'm saying which i think i am um it means any effects that are <coughs> that work in stereo are yeah it can be panned across, across the two yeah even yeah, though so they're get, digital but because it's so you it's get boss, like a, you know, a wide a stereo that sort of thing
0: yeah so so wide it widens the stereo so you can get it Panning across the two amps rather than rather than just like a flat response across to across the two, because it's got a, a specific. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got a specific. <laughs> I didn't catch that. So <laughs> uh, so it it's got a specific output for for this specific for the stereo mode, and I can't remember exactly what they they call it. Um but it, I'll have a look on the specs. Yeah, see if you can find it. Because I, I remember um on the guitar nerds podcast that they, they happened to have uh, a guy who knows a little bit about boss um on there and he was mentioning how uh how this this stereo thing works. It doesn't work if you if you attach two like if you attach a mark two to a mark one, it doesn't no. have the, the software in the Mark 1 to be able to deal
2: with that. If you get that's two Mark new twos,
0: feature.
2: then it does... Yeah. They were saying that's the big reason for the upgrade was because they brought three software revisions to the Katana, and they could have kept adding to some of the features, but the, the most requested features needed more DSP handling, so they needed to change the chipset um, in the amplifier, basically. Do you know what, though? So, mm. This isn't... This is, a an upgrade to the overall
1: thing because it isn't like they've just um they've released a version one and a version two and the version two is more expensive and you can buy both they're literally replacing yeah yeah, yeah. katana one with the katana two like like most amp companies do after x amount of years how long has the katana been out now what four years i'd say about
2: three years is yeah, which is, that's a short life for a amplifier because most of the ranges stick around for a while, especially in retail. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: if, if we go back to the, um, the Marshall MG series, that, was, that had been out for a good, like, 20 years.
1: How yeah. long did it take them to realise that that was shit? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously,
2: it's terrible. Well, if they were good about their finance, they would have recovered the R and D time within the first six months, especially with a product at that low end. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and how much they were selling of them. So, yeah, I mean, because they were ubiquitous, weren't like, they? They were. But the the thing that strikes me
0: about the, the MG series as well, the series that preceded that. Was the uh, the valve state, which was like the uh, I mean, you had the AVT series, but you also had the V, uh, like V one hundred
1: and V fifty and stuff like this, and they were absolutely fantastic sounding. Yeah, I I had one, and I sold it for a lot of money to someone in a weird country. I say weird country. That's really, really horrible. You xenophobe! You absolute. Just oh, so it, I just turned into a racist then, didn't I? I? see, yeah, you're one of them, mate. Brexit.
0: <laughs> I think we're we're swerving off to a to a tangent here a little bit late. I don't think yeah. we can Sorry. I don't think we can quite continue on this path.
2: No, I think we need a very hard segue to another topic. Well, speaking if of, of course, good for time. I'll give you a hard segue. Wanky wanky. Uh, wait,
0: wait. <laughs> um but yes so the the boss katana 2 has been uh too, should i say has been causing some rather hefty waves on the intertube webnets um are there any other features on that on the new katana oh yes yes there's some new effects yes not only that though the um the editor has been updated because as I, as I was uh, informed again by Matt Knight and the Guitar Geek, uh, is that the old editor, although functional, was um, a little bit unwieldy. And they said that yeah. they've updated that so that it's, it's now
2: friendly and doesn't punish you. Um, as a user of those editing softwares on other Boss products, There's a lot that's set out very logically, and there's a lot that is very usable from an artist's point of view, but there is some basic stuff that is very difficult. Uh, I've been messaging Boss tech support about the ES8 uh, editor software, Um, but that's a different issue. But, yeah, I'm glad that they've made it a bit more user-friendly.
0: Beautiful, yes, yeah. I mean, it's something that I don't have any experience with in terms of that specific editor, but I I can... uh, absolutely sympathise that if an editor is difficult to use, that could absolutely lay waste to your plans of setting up a, a decent tone. And it, it could be enough for you to just go, Wah fuck it, I won't practise tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you don't really need that much sometimes, do you?
2: Sometimes it's just that little bit that gets in the way and you think, oh, no, never mind. Sometimes or, uh, it's just breaking a string and going, oh, now I've got to change all of them. God damn it. it,
0: it What's oh. the point? It, well, it depends which string. If if I break like a high E, I take that as a challenge and try and play whatever I was trying to play without the high E. Um, but
2: if you lose one of the middle strings, oh, then yeah. it's like, well, are fucked. You're absolutely <laughs> fucked. Channel yeah, you're I've in a Keith Richards there, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah if, you, like, if you oh, break yeah, the low yeah, E, you
0: just go well, yeah. tune to Open G and let's stones it up. Let's just keep going, yeah. going for it.
2: But I've broken strings on bass live and I broke the, both the D wow. and the A, two gigs back to back. Ouch. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I had to really start thinking, being like, okay, right. So that's when you you know that your fretboard, no- fretboard knowledge is good. It's like if you lose one of your other strings, you can continue playing your song. Just really high frets. Okay. What, I what,
1: will, think. what Will's forgetting to add there is he, he saw Paul Gilbert use a drill as a, as a pick. I <laughs> thought I'll do this with a
2: chainsaw instead. Yeah. yeah he didn't. Well, apparently, I've, I've been told by Luthiers that for someone who uses quite light strings, I play really hard, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, you should probably go a gauge up. And I'm like, nah, nines are fine. They will survive. On the base? No, 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 on guitar now. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah. I'm a guitarist oh, now.
1: I'm... No wonder you snap the bloody face. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. See, tuning
2: down to bass as well. It just sounds lot like rattling. Oh, it's yeah, like it's corn. flopping yeah. all over the place no, right. I'm, a, I'm a guitarist now. I learnt my lesson. <laughs> all right, guys. Right, boys, can can let's... We... We... Yeah, let's
0: go, let's
2: go. Right. Um, Boss have
1: also released uh, two new delay pedals. When I the, say yeah, new the, delay the, pedals, the, one the, new the, delay the, pedal
0: and... Like... Sorry? The Duddy 8 and the Duddy 3T, is it? 3T. Yep. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Exactly.
1: Uh, the Double D, that, D- is,
0: Literally, is. That, is, that is where my knowledge ends. So, you, you're you going to have to explain right. this as as if you were explaining it to a five-year-old. Okay.
1: okay. Are you listening? Are you sitting comfortably? I'm
0: sitting comfortably. I'm <laughs> not listening. I mean, <laughs> pictures would yeah. be better if you can if you can help that.
1: Well, picture, if you were watching the uh, live stream, sorry, you would see pictures. Very... Very crap pictures, because I have just ripped them straight off of um, Google, but uh, you've got a DD8 and a DD3T. Now, the DD3, from what I understand, is the one longest-serving, if not the longest-serving pedal. It came out in the early 80s, and it hasn't left the, uh, the, the books since. Unlike the katana one, so <laughs> <laughs>
2: so what, what does
0: the, what does the T stand for in it?
1: Because
2: I'm assuming it's a tap tempo. tempo. Okay, yeah. okay. So okay. it's it's basically the DD three with just tap tempo in. Uh, okay, there was
1: another thing that they've added to it, and I can't remember what it was. There is one other little thing that they've added to it. I cannot remember exactly what I was.
2: I've got Boss's page up. I'll I'll let
1: you know. If there's anything of note. There's a hidden... The DD8 is a direct upgrade from the DD7, basically. So it's got a a shimmer on it and things like that. And it's a... Shimmer delay? Sorry? Shimmer delay? Yeah, shimmer delay. Yep. What? what, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this this something that the kids want these days? Shimmer? Yeah, man. Shimmer's cool. I know shimmer reverb's a (laughs) thing, but
0: shimmer delay...
1: Boss sent me these two the other day, right? They sent me. Might as well join these two things in together. Eh? Um, yeah, yeah, so they yeah. sent me the uh, camera here, the DD two hundred, okay, and yeah. the um, EQ the one EQ. million. That's and that was to G. try them out and see what we think. G. And we're going to pass them around us three and and you know have a look at them and do videos on them and these sort of things. Yeah. Um, and what I what I think they've done is they thought, OK, look, we've got the DD-500, which I've also got down there. That's a little bit complicated. It does uh, freak people out a little bit. Let's make something a little bit more simple. And then someone said, well, what about the DD-7? You know, It kind of like leaves that a little bit struggling. Why yeah. don't we just use the technology that's in this and make it even more simple than this, and then we've covered all the bases. We've got the DD-3, which is like yes. the simplest of the simple, We've got what's the analog one? The, where's the analog one, the, the D- DMW, DM2. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we've got that for the analog purists. Then we've got the uh, the DD8 for someone who wants a small, ped- uh, compact pedal, but with everything on it. Then yeah. we've got the DD200 who people want just that little bit more. And then we've got the DD500 who p- for people who want everything. Uh, so I look at the uh, do you, do you, God, could it. Can you
0: do me a favour? Do me a favour and just point the. Um, point the arse end of that uh, DD200 towards the camera so we can see what... Uh, so what's it got? Is that an expression?
2: It's stereo, stereo in and, and out. Ex- yeah. Expression. And then it's um, a USB, MIDI TRS.
1: Yeah, so you've got stereo ins. I don't know if... Because uh, your yeah. camera's slightly different to that. Stereo ins, stereo outs. Expression yeah. control, which uh, is control one and two. On the sides, you've got MIDI in and outs and then you've got a USB uh, for updates and that sort of thing.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised they went with um, micro on the side, yeah, and yeah. with uh, uh, you know, Type-C being a, a much you know, more modern connection. But yes. I, how I see that what they've done with this range is they, there's a delay for everyone in their range now, which is brilliant. If you, if you just want a bit of A delay, DD3T. Um, it now has a looper, by the way, which was the other feature that they've added in to the it before. Yeah, there's a looper in it now as well. Oh, oh nice.
0: That yeah. So it's, kind cool. of, it's
2: it's competing
0: yeah. with the uh the flashback there, isn't it? Because
2: Yeah, it is. So it is I think it's competing with the flashback mini. Because you can get a couple sounds if you want, and then it's it's just there, it's simple. Dd eight is for someone who wants to compete with like the flashback, where there's multiple modes and it's you, you can set and forget whatever you want. The DD200 is for someone who wants that extra bit of control over the parameters who's like, I've got a MIDI switcher. I want to switch out a delay on this song, a delay on this patch, whatever. But I don't care that much about how it's doing its job. And then the DD500 is there. If you're like a total delay nerd and you're like, it's got to be, I've got to have a tape echo and it's got to be like an EP1 type and I've got to have heads one and two, then you can do that. Save it to a patch, call it by like big size MIDI.
1: And that's I understood basically what least, I do. do.
2: <laughs> at least three of those words that you said
0: in that last
1: one. <laughs> There's a bunch of delays on the market, like like you say the the uh, the timeline. Sorry, not the timeline. The uh, TC flashback. You've got the canyons and these sort of things, yep. uh, and like everyone's been bringing them out, and it's got this kind of boss's territory, and they've just said, "Well, hang Come on a minute. On look, why don't we? What do you got there? Was that one of those Moa things?" Yeah, it looks at like Anna Echo. Anna
0: Echo, yeah, yeah it's like DM DM2W. That's um, I've just done a, a, a little video about that as well. Actually, that should be oh, coming brilliant. out on, okay. on Friday. And that's on the nice. pedal boards. The same channel, is it? No, nah, that's on the budget pedal chat one. That is. Is it? No, I've done, I've I've done a couple for the uh, for uh, pedal boards. The ones that I've done for for pedal boards have been uh, slightly more in depth. So I've cool. been do I, I started doing a um a, a kind of no no bullshit um tone uh tone demos of pedals on on budget pedal chap and it's literally it's called no talk all tone where it literally just goes straight into playing just play the pedal that's it and and that'll that'll be week number two is the oh. an echo um but nice. that's that's the kind of delay guy that I am. It is, it's exactly that pedal. Uh, yeah, it's, you've got three you want controls. You analog
2: delay? Yeah, yeah. Just analog <laughs> delay, three controls. You don't want tap tempo. I just want some wash. That's all I want. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I want. So yeah. It sends a little bit like reverb,
1: but yeah, okay. Not. I tell you what, man. You you come down and have a go on some of the patches that I've got on my DD five hundred, and it will change your mind completely. I promise you. It is just a. It's just it's it's like a whole new effect some of the things i've got on there i've got one that you only use it in stereo it's an eddie van halen thing and it's two um two vintage delays but they're like um they're virgin on digital but they're not quite and they're running at different times with different sort of delay uh delay amounts and it's Mm. just magical you just play it and you're just like oh my god i'm suddenly a superhero
2: yeah that, that is one of the features of the bigger boss delay pedals as well is that you can have multiple on at the same time which is a technique yeah. used by people like Brian May on, on a, quite a lot of queen songs is to have yeah he does the know, ping three pong delays. He? he
0: does the bump yeah. bump. but he yeah. used to use two uh
2: two boss i think it was like dd5s or something yeah. and just have- the reason they um that you started using those the same with uh you know mr you know gilmour is that they're the closest you could get in those days, compact. So, what tape should sound like? Yeah, everyone has this idea clear. that tape is supposed to be degraded as hell. But if you play it, no, yeah. if you've got, the got a tape, tape, tape they yeah, it clear and it's beautiful yeah. and crystal
1: clear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's it depends on how old the tape is. When on day one, it will sound as clear as you like. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, for the for the sake of getting all of the stuff done this week. Um, Shall we leave the, the 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 boss delays and the the two hundred series there
1: and yep. move yep. on to? I, I, I've got to say the the EQ is amazing. The the um, we can go into more detail on it. Um, maybe next live stream or something because yeah, that will give absolutely. me a bit more time to do some stuff. But Absol- this effing this is I'm absolutely looking forward amazing. to that. Yeah, so powerful man. it is. Yeah, I, I, it's it's definitely going to be on my board. This is. Um, Definitely, definitely,
0: definitely going to be on my board. So, I think we, we're going to call this next segment uh, Lee, Lee is the worst or <laughs> Lee does
1: Germany? Uh, hang on one a minute. of the two. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. We need to address something quickly. I'm already addressed. I was adopted by aliens, man. And, oh, and of, of course, it, of course. Yes, and, and it, it's, um, I've had some kind words from. from Viewers and listeners asking me how I am and how I escaped and like, I just don't want to talk about it. It's, it's a very, very hard thing for me to get over and um, I'm going to leave very, it there. Very okay? sensitive bottom hole after the whole experience. <laughs> All I'll say is this
0: had a lot to do with it. Oh my. For the listeners, uh, so that is, <laughs> a- that's what we call a, uh, an
1: interesting Friday night. I think it's a four-inch screw with a self-tapping
2: screw. Yeah. <laughs> like, like all good things, you start at the bottom. <laughs> way, <Whey! laughs> I knew I'd find a way to, you know, I'd get that call back in. Go on. So, so, Lee. So, where where we left it
1: last time was I, I was just about to talk about case guitars and oh, um, shit, yeah, yeah. You, you said, my train leaves in two minutes. <laughs> and we had to basically leg it. I edited uh, that bit out so they didn't know about that. <laughs> I did listen.
0: I did listen. You did
2: call it out. Well I wouldn't I wouldn't let you live that down. Oh no, yeah, no that's oh. that so It funny.
0: was it was a moment of realisation. It was it was it was almost like epiphany. Epiphany yeah. like I was sitting there and thinking, That time uh, looks really know. familiar. Oh shit. <laughs> that is the time that my ticket says. Um yeah. and then then we ran. But you you bumped into the guys from Case Guitars and you when yes when so me we and Will, saw them on the tube didn't we yes yeah, so me and Will diverged at one point and we uh, we went and had a chat with I think that was when we was having a chat with S M P actually you yes it was yeah you went off on a little jolly
1: oh you little scamp um, yeah and you, <laughs> well you, I, was, <laughs> I was doing work for other work and stuff and um, yeah I, I popped over to see John and Joseph at Case Guitars look. I won't go too much into because we, you know, we're at forty minutes already, and I've got so much to tell you about the last week. But um, let's just put it this way, right? They've got these wonderful, wonderful, wonderful single cuts, which aren't quite Les Pauls because they're they're like an offset Les Paul, and they put um, tea cut onto the um, onto them to oh, on so the give finish, them that's, yeah. yeah to give you that sort of satin aged aged look, and yeah. my god they look fantastic they play fantastic um J- joseph and i when we got the train together we had a really long way to go and um, it was over an hour's trip and we're, we had a good old chat about them. he was giving me so much information they are they're moving uh into a new premises now so they're stepping up production uh and i'm i really expect good things from this company because they are killing it they've got um They've got a lot to do with Atkin, the guitarist. So Alistair has something to do with them. He's known them for oh, years. Okay, yeah. So uh, there's some relationship there as well. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that's where they are. So if you get a chance to try them, try them because... And keep an eye out for them because I reckon they're going to be at a lot of guitar shows. They're yes. probably going to um, be at Licks. Stuart mentions them, actually. Stuart,
0: uh, Stuart um He He... Said that they were absolutely phenomenal, which mm. uh, I mean, he's he's a guy who's played quite a few guitars and knows a thing or two. Um, he he was raving about them. Um, it might be worth, if we can, maybe getting them on the cast and getting them to talk about some of their products
1: as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think um, I think Joseph would be up for that. Yeah, he's he's yeah. he's such a dude as well. Yeah, yeah, it seemed, it seemed like a really nice chap. Um and that one thing they were showing off at the show was um that is uh, actually a bass player and he started creating some basses as well so they've moved into the bass range. Nice. He's a left he's a lefty as well so I think they might be making left-hand basses. Am I right in saying oh. that? I think I am. Ooh. <laughs> am I right in saying that they're going to be
0: left? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting turn of phrase. Um so Lee, Lee, we've we've put it put it off uh put it off for long enough. You went to Germany to it was summit about guitars, wasn't it?
1: It was some summits about guitars. So I, I went over to Germany, as you guys know, I'm working for Tonepedia, so went over there with the Tonepedia guys and um, representing them. But Represent. obviously, <coughs> obviously I was representing myself as well, man. And um, it, it was fantastic. It was the best guitar show I've ever been to. Let's get that one down for a start because um, it was silent. There was four. sorry, three. Three main floors. Uh, for each floor dedicated to a different thing. Every stall, you couldn't have your your amps playing. You had to have headphones. So most of the guys had these little Rev twenties. You know the ones that have like um, a built in cab sim and all that sort of thing. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very much thinking about getting one of them because they sounded ace. They really did. So I'm having a talk with them at the moment. Um, Oh, I've got to play one the rev oh I've got to play all the rev pedals but the purple one is the best one don't worry about the <laughs> others yep that, uh, that,
0: that's uh, that's it done <laughs> in, in, Lee's, in Lee's opinion I'm sure they're all brilliant um, but purple one okay seriously about, so the sum itself <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: let's, uh, so let's yes. have a look what we've got here
0: so uh, what have you, you, got there? you got uh you had a chat with uh guys at wilkinson uh, wilkinson guitar well
1: wilkinson guitar hardware didn't you yes very very interesting one of the highlights for me of the trip was i got to spend some really good quality time with some uh, people who've been in in the industry for a long long time long 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 time yeah. and uh one of these was with the main man from wilkinson and he was explaining to me that he picked up one of the original machines that uh, they used to to wire, to wind the original PAF pickups, the, the old PAFs. And okay. um, the chap who originally done it, uh, called Seth Lover, who was the original inventor of the humbucker... Heard that he'd picked this machine up, came over to see it to see if it was original and it was. But whilst he was there, uh, they had a good old chat about um, the pickups. And he told me some crazy, crazy facts. And I'll just highlight a few. One, it was just, um, you know, a few girls winding six pickups at a time with these machines. Now they'd be cut, uh, counting, not with a counter, but like uh, just on top of their heads. But they'd also be talking to Mary about, you know, and Dolores and that about like, um, you know, what they've been up to this weekend. So you know, trying to keep count and this sort of thing. So it wasn't a precise science. If there was a break, they just tie it off and then they carry on. But the the guys at Gibson didn't really like this because it meant that it was slowed down too much. So they just ended up saying, if it if one breaks just carry on get the other five wound and then we'll go back and sort that and they were like well, we how do we know what number it broke up and there's like, oh don't worry about that right so that means that the paths were just all over the place so if someone's got these really 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 lovely sounding like 58 59 let's and they're like yes yeah, because I've got paths in it man it's like chances are it's not going to sound anything like another another pair
0: yeah that was just uh, just our Mary having a good Good afternoon.
1: Yeah. And then there was other things such as like um, the nickel was becoming too expensive for the covers. So they said, okay, let's use brass. And then they said, oh, okay, yeah, but we need to brass coat, uh, nickel coat the brass and make it look the same. But the brass like strangles the sound of it. It's like muffles the sound. So um, it went backwards and forwards and that. So there was varying types of PAFs as well. Yeah. Even though they, they look mostly the same. Uh, The shape is weird because it's more oval and these sort of things. But they have, Wilkinson, have created this um, replica based on the information given to them by Seth Lover. You're not going to get any more accurate than that, really, are you? This is the guy who invented the fucking thing. (laughs) And he's saying, look, this is how you do it. If you want a proper PAF, this is the specifications that we did it to. And... <clears throat> and they're doing it they're not they're not wax potted, neither were the original path, paths, sorry. Do you know they weren't broken up into bridge and, and neck either? They were just like there's a bucket for pickups. Yeah, you gotta pick, up, yeah, got
0: pick up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, here's here's one, here's the other.
1: Yeah, mm. which meant that meant they to. kind of Yeah. The only difference between the Wilkinson one and the paths, he said, is on the neck. You know like your strings are closer together at the nut as than they are at the bridge. Yeah. So he's put the uh, the pole pieces slightly wider. Um, on the bridges. On, on the bridge, yeah. And he said that's the only difference. Mm. Very, it's, it's, very interesting conversation. There was a lot more is. to it than that because he spent about 45 minutes telling me all about it. But God, it was interesting.
2: It's one of those things that in that era as well, um, people didn't really understand the importance of component variants. Whereas now, like, a good component is. Like you can get plus or minus five percent on a value of a part, but back yeah. then, well, or minus well, Fender, for right? example, yeah, the Fender would use whatever the hell they they had, yeah, they yeah, had. yeah.
0: A bucket of a bucket yeah. of parts, what? and they go, Well, this one's uh, yeah, this one's 250k, but it's actually reading like 180. Yeah, just stick yeah. it in. Well, this, fine.
1: this is one of the other things that he said, you know, it was a case of look. They, was, they said that they used this wire, right? But uh, if they called up the wire companies and said, okay, look, I need some more of this, and they said, oh, we haven't got it in, what was the next thing they were going to say? What's
2: the closest? Yeah, what else have you got? Yeah, yeah. You know? yep. <laughs> so because they want to sell, that's they're in the business of selling guitars, so they need whatever parts they can get those orders out the door. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, turn yeah.
1: around and go, "Sorry, Dolores, no work for you this week because the wire company hasn't got any wire." You know, yeah. you you need to keep knocking these guitars out. that's it, yeah, yeah. So um, it, it's it, there's there's probably some like holy grail pickup out there that sounds absolutely fantastic. Which if you compared it to all the other PAFs nothing like yeah. it had had a brass
0: cover and thicker wire and yeah. only half the windings and you, you
2: yeah
0: know. but it's it not a on paper yeah
2: yeah yeah really was yeah
0: yeah a paf is just to state of mind isn't it it's rather than a rather than a specific yeah. set of values it's yeah. just a, i think yeah this was made in the in the 50s and 60s so this has got to be good
2: well, yeah, there's this. there's part of the like the mojo of like I've I now own uh, like pickups from like the sixties and seventies. I have a bass with a seventies mudbucker in it. Oh, nice! And yeah, man, man. But it, it's that's part of the mojo of it, and that that does inspire you as a player to being like I yeah. have a guitar that has this in it, and it's that's nice. But like with anything with those parts, it's all part of the greater whole. It's, <laughs> if, I always, I say this, uh, I say this all the time. You picked me up on this last time, I did. but <laughs> if, if there's all these parts that come together to make a fantastic guitar and yeah. like, if the pickups aren't there on one of them, but the wood's great, you can change them out and do whatever, yeah. but like, it, it, it's just something that, that you, you could take it on its own and then put it in a different guitar and it wouldn't really work. It's just yeah, one it's of the those of the parts sp- cylinders than... that's firing, you know, Yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, right, Lee, let's uh, – because
0: I've just I've noticed our, our times ticking yeah. even so
2: further. I'll
0: just
1: say this. I had a very uh, nice evening with um, one of the guys who works for Jensen. And, uh, he was also a wealth of knowledge, and I was going to go into a lot of detail about that, but we don't really have time. But just, so, just to say that I find myself feeling so grateful. You know, the, these – these are sort of conversations that sometimes end with, oh sorry, look, I've been going on I'm boring you. And there's me like, no, 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 carry on. Because yeah, tell me more. This is this is brilliant, you know. Yeah, you are uh, not um, inconveniencing just, me, carry on, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. And, and learning about speakers and these sort of things. I learned some wonderful things about speakers. Uh, yeah. and you know, if if anyone knows things about speakers, it's Jensen. You know, that they've been at it for a long, long time. They're, so yeah. yeah. The, uh, I it's played the Boss OD200. That was pretty oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. So That's the thing, uh, isn't can,
2: it? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because that's one I've been gassing for, that one. It's a very, very difficult
1: thing to um, state because it's there's lots and lots of tones in it, but I need to hear it from my own rig. Because I don't yeah. know if it was the amp making it sound like it did, whether it was the... Headphones making it sound the way it did. It sounded good, but I think it can sound better, and I think it's going to sound a lot more open when I play it through Les Paul and Marshall. Uh, you know yeah. that I I reckon through that setup, it's going to sound a lot better than it did in the um, in the evening. I did yeah have the chance to play the SY1,
2: I didn't, and I f- I'm kicking myself for it. But Opti- um, <coughs> I've got a note on that last night i was with uh, hello sailor FX, and we were at a uh, backstage at a gary newman show oh man oh yeah yeah, of course oh, yeah yeah it was it was a pretty special experience but we got to come up on stage so we were invited in for sound check and when the band were done sound checking we got to come on stage talk to steve gary newman's guitarist and see his entire rig and have a private rig rundown and that was absolutely fascinating and on his board was an sy1 and we were like what do you think of that and he was like it's the best pedal i've ever played that's that's high praise
1: some praise coming from the band that really is like the synth masters aren't they the meisters oh yeah oh man i tell you what will if you told me you were going to that and there was a ticket i would definitely have been there with you i love that stuff i love synth
2: so much it was it was a fascinating night and and most of the night I was um I was explaining how um oscillators work to um Hello Sailor and he was loving it. He was like, "Oh, how's this bit work? How does the how does this bit in synth work and, and and stuff like that." And it was it was a really fascinating night. But the show was fantastic. Their light show was incredible. But yeah. anyway, this is artist sort of related. We need to move on with the get off the tangent and back to Germany. We yes. do. We need yeah, let's get back okay. on the plane. So what what else have I gotten written
0: down there, man? Uh so you had an exclusive look at some Engel
1: amps, did you not? Uh well yes, yeah, they um so there is there is some news coming out of the Engel uh, camp uh in the um in the next few weeks, which is which I'm excited to be part of. Um there um so we We're looking to do a bit of work with them here and there and um I, well, I had a few drinks with the guys we had a couple of whiskeys and stuff like that it was nice Sort of fantastic band that were doing all like TV show covers but in like a really almost like uh, country style it, I'd have a fantastic they really were nice but but that's that's neither here nor there they they've got the their big ass um, I think it's the Powerball um, yeah, they
0: took me power down Powerball they've got the yeah. uh, Fireball as well they've got uh
1: we've well, got quite a few whatever their biggest one was they uh the invaders
0: bigger than sorry? that, though isn't it the invader is bigger than that
1: yes it was the invader i think i'm sure it was the invader um but yeah they they've let me rip on that through a replica of a 1959 les paul um uh, it was like a custom shop one and I, I just got to tear that really really loud loads of fucking gain on it and Oh my god, it was awesome! Yeah, I was I was very lucky to be able to. I think anyone could go down there and do it, but it was the Engel guys themselves who took me down there to to have a bash on it and um, took me through the amp and stuff. I was so pleased. Wow. Uh, we had a look at. Um, I
2: think I've got victory down on there as well. Yes, I've been waiting for you to tell me about this because we we didn't get to speak much about it. No, I didn't play before it before we started rolling. I
1: didn't play it because I'm um, simply time restrictions. So I was talking to doing business with Victory as opposed to just there to play. Um <clears throat> and the um oh my god, the they've got this coppery looking lunchbox head which is an AC30. And everyone who I spoke to who played
2: it said it was just amazing. Very, very very. What, what is the name on it? I can't for remember this one. I can't remember. It, it starts with copper something, and I thought it was going to be the copper, as in because that's what oh, you governor. you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I I can't remember. But um, it's I think it's like only coming out like next week or something along those lines. They didn't give me a time on it. It wasn't something I was overly um trying to get information on because there was other things that we were talking about, but. Yeah, that that was quite cool. That's what I can talk about from there. Um, yeah. Re- Origin were with them. They shared a they shared a stall upstairs and downstairs. So downstairs in the amp area, it was very very loud. The rest of the show was perfectly quiet. But you had to go quite far and then into this basement. And as you got close to it, there was nothing in between. No stalls in between for for a good hundred meters or something. And as you got closer, the sound just got louder and louder and louder. And then when you were in there, it was hell. It really was. You know, you had to have your earplugs in. But um, yeah, that, that's where Origin and Victory were. And that's where they, yeah. they, they actually had two stalls one on the top floor, one down there. But they moved everything downstairs strangely because they hated it. <laughs> um, but I got to try the Revival Drive. Uh, the yeah, Revival the compact Drive version. Compact. Yeah. Wow. Just, just wow! Uh, it's just—it is yeah. simply quite possibly yeah. the best sounding pedal, overdrive pedal I've ever heard. It's just—it's just, it's just yeah. unbelievable.
2: I've been t- had some high praise. I've been yeah. told
0: that it is incredibly uh, amp-like. It's, it's so responsive that it it feels like you are plugged directly into an amp.
1: Yeah, it, it just feels. Um, I don't know if... You know when you're playing for an amp and it feels like a metallic almost? There's, a, there's something in the EQ that kind of makes it feel... Uh, an amp just feel more... Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to use buzzwords like organic and all this sort of thing. Go on, but go it's, on. It's hard not to. Um, but yeah, it, it, you, it you it have to play really it for yourself. Buzzwords. When you play it yourself, you understand what it the is praise, that I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and it was very easy to use, very easy to dial in. But, you know, I, I good, got good. some wicked tones out of it. Because the, uh, the, the
0: negative words that have been said about, about the, the full-size one is that it's absolutely amazing if you've got the time to dial it in. But whenever you move to a different room, there are so many settings on it that it will take another... However, many 30 minutes or whatever to, to dial back in what you yeah. already had. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, that i got tools. Also- it, it's probably one of those pedals that needs analog circuits, but digital controls so that you could have 100%. patches saved. 100%.
1: Yeah, and, and that's, I've, I've said that to Origin time and time again. I think everyone has, but I don't think they know the, the tech on that. But, but, you know, Simon, who, who I think he creates these the circuits, is somewhat of a genius yeah. You know, we, we had a yeah. really long conversation and you know about various different things and the guy really knows what he's talking about yeah, I know a fair thing or two about like compression but the guy just talked me through the Kali 76 and I understand my Kali t- Cali se- I thought I understood my Kali 76 but now I, I, I really certainly do a lot better than I did um I also tried the stacked kali 76 as well. That was nice. That was a really thick tone. That was um that was quite a nice thing to play. What else yeah. have I got written down there, dude? Oh, you got loads. Uh game changer, the the Jack White. You actually got to have a go yeah. with
0: the uh, the ve- the Jack White variant on the plasma
1: pedal, didn't you? That's it. So it's got two switches on that. And the second one, you've got uh, there's it relates to this knob and you've got the It basically what you can either have it so um, when you switch it, it's momentary or not. And you, it's basically an octave switch. So yeah, you yeah. can get the uh, the plasma to... If you've not played the plasma pedal, it's it's um, around here somewhere. But it, hey, there it is. So uh, it drops the... Um, you've got this plasma tube here, and it sends the electricity through that, and that's how you get your sound. And it's very fuzzy... Um and it's it's a lot of fun, a hell of a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it's kind of sputtery velcroy fuzz, isn't it?
1: That's it. And when you hit the second um button on the um on the plasma pedal, it, it I it does whatever you say to do on the octave uh, of it, but there are um there are there is a setting that makes it go do So it's not just up or up and up, it can go up, up and down and stuff like that. So okay. it makes it makes the um, it makes the plasma tube behave in a certain way and stutter in a certain way. So
2: that's really yeah. cool. That was really really great. Can I ask? When you were doing that, did the, the voltage through the tube when you were putting the octave up or down was the voltage through the tube changing or did it look the same as you were playing? Not a clue. Okay, because. <laughs> Mm-mm. The way that octave fuzz works is it folds the waveform after the fuzz. So, but that's classic octave fuzz. So, if they were doing it like that, then that's the kind of way that I'd have in my head how that circuit works. But if they're changing the voltage in the tube, that'd be a really unique way of getting the octave.
1: Well, I um, I just play these things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 Sorry uh, I no doubt about the circuits I'll just you're... work here I don't, I, I, I don't, <laughs> You need a manager I, I understand
1: quite a bit about these About pedals and stuff like that But with that I really but don't I know do I understand that. what you're saying though um, So what, what was the next thing we've got down Go on uh, <laughs>
0: B&G guitar- guitars I, I, I thought I'd written Big guitars so, no. Tell
1: us about big guitars <laughs> Alright, B&G guitars If you haven't seen them You really should um, I, I, I post about them from Topedia All the time They're um, they're based in Israel They make some of the most Beautiful Beautiful um, electric guitars They're hollow bodies And they have A hand built in Israel uh, Range They also have a Chinese range and you you will struggle to tell the difference. And that's not saying that the Israeli, the handmade ones are bad. That's saying that the Chinese ones are very, 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 very yeah, the, good. Yeah, the quality control is, is yeah. really, really tight. We were hanging out Reverend with Chris, the, Chris
0: Buck for Reverend a little do bit. exactly the same, don't they? they uh, there's a lot Korean, but they yeah uh, their um, quality control is, is over in America. So like, yeah. literally yeah. nothing... Nothing gets through them. It
2: has to be absolutely perfect. We, yeah. we built in South Korea, uh, specced in Detroit. Yeah, Is where Reverend guitars are out of, and funnily enough, they share a factory with Chapman. Yes, in South okay. Korea. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the companies go from because uh, it's World Guitars, isn't it? The, the thing, the so, yeah. 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 There's in there's Korea, two big
1: ones in in Korea, isn't there? And they it's one or the other. They're always with. They've made a career out of it. <laughs> so so we, we were We were at dinner with the guys from B&G Avi and uh, I can't I can't think of the other guy's name off the top of my head um, Lovely nice chaps Derek. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And um, they were telling me about like you know They They've um, got a quality control Guy now who's Bang on it who actually Does the visits to the To the Chinese uh, branch um, Yeah to, to make sure that everything's being done properly, because they, they just will not accept shit and, and yeah. oh yeah, yeah I couldn't believe it i i spent I picked up one, right, and I was playing it, and i I had no idea they even made chinese ones, and I, I knew these were good, you know they're not cheap either they're bloody expensive, but I was playing them for for a good for a good while, and I was you know when you just start i think will said this, you know um there's a sort of time sometimes you start playing a, an instrument or a pedal or something, and then you're kind of like. You forget to talk, or you forget to do what you're supposed to be doing, because you're just enjoying it. Oh,
0: you listen. Yeah, to Yeah, you're podcast. in the moment.
1: Yeah, and I, it's I was, speaking to you as an artist, absolutely. And I was loving yeah. it in a big way, <coughs> really, really loving it. And they were like, "That's a Chinese one," you know. <laughs> I was like, "No way, not a chance." I couldn't believe it. So yeah, yeah absolutely blown away by that. Oh, we, we saw Eastman as well. We played some of their stuff, and you know, oh, just the Eastman stuff.
0: Bloody brilliant. It really is. It's absolutely fantastic. And the prices of it, considering like the the look and the finish is up to the standard of of what you'd expect from like Gibson.
1: They're they're ridiculously cheap in comparison. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what what was the next thing we had written down?
0: Um, I mean we've got we've got a fair few, but I just wanted to say the word
1: Ignazio Ignazio that was the uh, that, was, uh, that was our friend from Jensen yeah so it was very yeah. very, very very lovely man R- really it, really cool absolutely beautiful name <laughs> as well Ignazio Ignazio yeah italian Ignazio brilliant um, guy really brilliant guy so Jupiter effects Jupiter uh, uh, I've been a big fan of Jupiter effects for years uh, I've known Chris uh via the internet for years and finally After a long bromance online, we finally got to meet, which was cool. And that's it, really. Sweet. We've got a couple
0: more things. You got to play some (coughs) Strandbergs. So what? You got to play some
2: Strandbergs. Oh,
0: God, yeah. Headless. Yes. No
2: head. Slanty frets. Are they cricket bats? (laughs) No. I want one of these
1: so bad. I really do. They are lovely. And they're Swedish. I got to speak Swedish to them, which was cool. But yeah, um, I I I don't know where to start with them. Other than um, I love forward moving things, you know. I I love my old. I would love a classic 1959 Les Paul. Of course, we all would. But I also want the guitar from the future. I want the guitar that Bill and Ted played, and this is basically it, really. Um, mm. You know, uh, and they played lovely fret yeah. fretted, but they weren't they weren't organomic as fuck. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Um, not overly heavy, but not overly light either. Just beautiful. Oh, God, I love them. And they look yeah. so cool. Do you know what? They make a telly. Oh,
2: really? <laughs> yeah. It's wow. It still
1: looks like a Strandberg, but it's it's uh, a black yeah, blonde guard. blonde with a black guard. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, and with yeah. the t- telly
2: pickups in those. I yeah. thought it was quite funny. Seeing as they have no head. The only place you have to start is at the bottom. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> 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 oh,
0: Will gets it. Will oh, gets it. Um, yeah, I've I've played Strambourg's before. The weird trapezoidal uh, neck profile can get to far. Oh fop. yeah. Um, I love that. That was
1: really nice because it. it um, but you, you did, you filthy boy. What what's interesting about it is you have uh, it's flatter at the bottom near the near the nuts, so where the head would be, and and you've got more of an angle at the top and then as you come yeah, down. It around, it down curve. Yeah, that the, the middle pit kinda of moves up and you've got less room at the top near the near the body and more room down the bottom for ease of access. Yeah, because like it's well. exactly
0: ease of access <laughs> near the bottom. <laughs> Whoa. We'll leave Sorry. that where it is um, Noble pedals
1: Noble pedals Nobel yes. pedals So let me grab one Because I mentioned that There's a story to this Right Our friend uh, Phil From Pedal Patch Oh yeah yeah Phil yeah. He found this in a skip Or a bin I don't know what he nice. was doing in a skip, but he found it. Looking for pedals, probably. <laughs> yeah, as you do. He, I, mean, I
2: try you know, charity no charity shops and like pawn shops, but you know. Then he skips gave it,
1: much cheaper. He then gave it to Stu. And I popped up to see Stu because I was in the area, so I popped over to his work and we were having a chat. And he went, here, yeah, look, this is this yeah. isn't very good. At, you take it. Yeah, at this." I then rock up at a guitar summit, and I'm talking to Nobles because this is a brand from millions of years ago, and um, made with pride in career. It says uh, anyway, um, they, they haven't really been around for a while, and they've they've basically started up again. Um, yeah. I, I had a good old chat with the guy who um, owns the uh, owns Nobles and. Uh, He was another interesting man, but I won't go into the story. He told me a very, very interesting story about lawsuits and these sort of things. But um, first off, I said told him about this, and he said there is a chance it's worth a small fortune. So I've got to have a word with Phil about that. because uh, Half and half, split the the profits.
0: Yeah, I did the Mm. research. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I went and spoke with the chap.
2: On their um, new pedals that they're bringing out, are they keeping their old school... Well, there's no other way of saying it. Boss style enclosure. So two answers. that, like yes and no. They've
1: got the the original one that looks like this, but green. So yeah, it, do, it does mm-hmm. look a bit like a, a boss style thing. It, there's very big differences between this and a boss, but there is some similar similarities similar, yeah. as well. Yeah. That's yeah. because I'm holding it closer to the camera, mate. Right, it <laughs> in a different place this as well. Look, okay, close. so look, I've got an Aria pedal here as well. And, you know, that these are very, very much of the same sort of thing. Um, yeah. You know, and Aria pedals are quite popular. And then I've got another Boss pedal. And and when you look at the Boss pedal, you can see a huge, huge difference.
2: Yeah, it's a lot bigger, a lot taller. Um, yeah. You know, that, that, that pedal shops at, you know, the big and tall store. Yeah. I don't think you have those in the UK, but... <laughs> so, um...
1: Yeah, nope. they, they they have the one that looks like this, but green, which is their Tube Screamer, which is very popular with yeah. the Texas Blues players um, in a big, big way. I, all I ever see is them about them anymore. And uh, they now do a mini version. So uh, like yeah. the one that Adam was holding up earlier, which um, so and that's of the same pedal. So exactly what I said to you that there will. Um, yes and no, because they they offer both just that's great just
0: for they're, they're one of those oh, reference there is a there's a mini pedal and yep. that no. that is close to the camera that's that's very close go i'm gonna no. No, okay. he's actually a tube screamer
1: as well there's, yeah there's that my, is
2: yeah funnily enough there's
1: that's that's <laughs> it close to my head they're yeah. great they're mini tube screamers they really are yeah. so yeah um they, they are slightly different to a tube screamer but i don't know how because i i've not a beat them but um where, where, you know, if we manage to sort it all out and get them up on Tonepedia, then you will be able to A-B A- them directly and hear what the differences are.
0: Fantastico.
1: Yeah, um, cool.
0: So, I've just looked at the time and we are, we are past, the, past the time mark. Um, I don't think we've got any more
1: in your schnitzel adventure. I, I, um, there are there is so so much more that happened, and I wish I had time to, just to say I, it would take a whole podcast and a half just to go through that that show. It was amazing; it really was. And I, I only we did this two every things. other week.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, <laughs> I urge two things: one, if you run a guitar show, and You have the opportunity to run it in the same sort of way, do because it will improve your guitar show a millionfold. Because it was just simply no tinnitus whatsoever from that weekend. It's very specific advice
0: here, Lee. I think we should should at least widen our widen our audience. If you if you happen to own a guitar show, (laughs) really kind of aiming it towards (laughs) a very small market here.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is, if you go to a guitar show, please bring ear ear defenders. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's much better advice. Um,
1: but here the, you go. The, the if, other one was uh, the other thing. Um, yeah, if you get a chance, go to that show because I'm, uh, I'm going
0: to throw it's... in. Go on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw in a bonus bit of advice here, which is slightly more accessible to to everyone because your first bit of advice was if you run a guitar show and the second (laughs) bit essentially was if you have a chance to go to Germany for a guitar show. Uh, So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give us a bit of just generic guitar advice. Carry a spare pack of strings because you never know when you're going (laughs) to
1: break. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder where you were going with this. (laughs) I, do you know what though I, Loads of people have been asking me about how how it was And Because um, yeah. uh, they're thinking about going uh, And And oh, and, and, and that included people who run their own Guitar shows as well So, so there. I've been told <laughs> I've been a bit sassy now <laughs> uh, Yeah I mean Essentially
0: it was just me busting balls there Which I it think was. is perfectly fine um, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, uh, before we wrap up the show, I'm gonna just send out an apology to um, to Joe. Oh. We had a couple of your questions. I'll I'll show you here. We've got a couple of your questions that were written down. I mean, you just just ignore the fact that there was a giant penis drawn on that piece of paper. <laughs> um, we 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 had your questions written down, but because obviously we've run out of time. I imagine that the next non live podcast me and matt will tackle those uh and we will we will credit you on that um all of those people in the chat who did put your um put your questions in i am sorry this was a very self centered episode where one of us not mentioning any names Lee, uh <laughs> just just carried on talking uh no it did I mean, the, sorry, the guitar sorry, stuff I went and was, and had fun, man. <laughs> it's, the, it's it's very kind of time sensitive the guitar Soviet stuff, and uh, just having that experience uh, as part of our stuff, as part of like the pedalboards of doom, uh, and and of course for the timepedia stuff is it's something that, as you say, not all of us get a chance to do. So um, it's it's good having an insight into that. I think within in the next couple of weeks we'll be going to yet another one as well, won't we? We are, yeah. At the end of the yes, month, yes, Kempton
2: Park. And so I
1: imagine that there's going to be a lot more of the people who listen to this there. So if you see us, do come over and say hello. We're going to be doing some filming, so we may even do a little bit of a you know a shoot a quick shoot with you to see what you've seen. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, Sound that good? would be awesome. Yeah, that cool. Get some, uh, get mm-hmm. some podcast viewer slash listener. Um, interaction get get some guys on on film and get that get that uh shown in our group which would be amazing um but yeah so absolute just amazing thanks to uh, thanks to lee for bringing us some some news from germany thank sure you on, for will for stepping in uh very last minute and doing an absolutely fantastic job on the podcast today it is always a pleasure to podcast with with you uh you both oh, gentlemen thanks, um thank you to the listeners and the viewers who've uh, who've tuned in today because without you guys this would just be literally us just talking talking at each other pretty much can you sit uh, up Hello. <laughs> you were half it's, a yeah, face. You're,
2: you were doing that. You know the thing that girls do, where they take a picture of only half of their face. <laughs> um, you were doing the video version of that. Uh, yeah.
0: I'd, I'd, sorry, I would started leaning to the right because I'd, I'd been messing with my pedal board. Um, so thank, thank each and every one of you for doing that. And if uh, if you're in the live stream at the moment, make sure that you go on uh, on any of the podcatchers like uh, iTunes, Acast, Stitcher. Uh, um, Google Podcasts, all of those and subscribe to the Fret Talk Podcast if you are a listener share this podcast with one other person and then our listenership doubles and that's amazing um, obviously more listeners better stuff that happens and the the more um, more places we'll be invited to which is brilliant if you want to catch uh, me online, you go like that Facebook, Instagram Oh, f- oh, fuck off! <laughs> yeah, if you if you want to catch me online, apart from Lee, who can go fuck himself, <laughs> um, you go, you go on, <laughs> you go on Instagram, you go on Facebook, you go on YouTube. It is slash budget pedal job, um, of which there are new videos coming out very soon. I am also on the pedal boards of Doom YouTube channel. Lee, you are pretty much everything YouTube, uh, sorry, everything pedalboard Doom and Tomepedia related. Yep. Correct? You. That's right. And Will,
2: A Rocket Complex? Yes, you can find the things I create and mostly music for A Rocket Complex on all social media platforms. And mm-hmm. so we have a new single coming out, hopefully before the end of the year. Uh, it's called Freshen Up. Woo woo. And I really love what it's about. <laughs> it's great. As as do I. As do I. I got I'll send you guys the uh, a private link to the track um after this. I think you guys are going to really love it.
0: Uh, I I have no doubts. Um so yeah. Awesome. From myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chop. Uh from Lee, the the man, the legend, the pedal board of doom. from Mr. Willpole. It will be a tatty boy. Good night for this week. Goodbye.
2: (laughs) See ya. Ta da!
1: Oh shit, I need to end the podcast, don't I? Right. That you do, otherwise I'm just gonna be stood
2: here w- waving. Smile and wave, boys, smile and wave. <laughs> I was just sitting there like twiddling me Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that was a lovely podcast, that was.
1: I've been oh, play- really enjoying playing with this. Just making funny <laughs> I've been making see, yeah. funny like patterns on the EQ and <laughs> stuff.